don't know why I start off with a laugh, but I guess because this one's funny. The Blessed Circle, or The Loom, it's been going around social media like a firestorm. Everyone is either joining in or condemning the money-making system. It become It's becoming like a trend to choose sides. Some believe it works. Some believe it's a scam. Well, I'm here to tell you the truth about the circle. Because, well, this is belief, truth, and fact. And here at Belief, Truth, and Fact, the podcast, we like to go over, you know, what you believe. Might not be true, but we definitely don't get to the facts. Sometimes. Sometimes you got to read in between the lines. So you know me. I'm always keep it a buck. In practice, in practice, the blessed circle works. But it only works with people that have a culture. Before where there was actually money, people used to use the barter system. You know, where they would trade for goods. It was no exchange of funds for goods. It was goods for goods. You had to be able to produce something to get something in return. Money is generally accepted as a payment for goods and services. Repayment of debts. Uh, distinguished as a medium as of exchange. Historically, money has always been backed up by either silver, gold, or diamonds. You know, It's known as emergence market phenomenon. Basically, it takes two to tango. I should be able to go to the bank trade my money in for some gold or some silver or some diamonds. But y'all already know since the 1970s, almost all monies from all countries, including America, have been fiat currencies, meaning our money is backed up by nothing. Well, to be honest, it's backed up by taxes, which means your money is backed up by money, which means (laughs) whatever. I mean, our money is backed up by the investment that the government puts on the money that the Federal Reserve prints. So there's or interest. Before 1971, you were able to go to the bank, trade your money in and all these other countries and turn your money into U.S. dollars. uh, If you were from another country, if you want to gold after 1971, though, we ourselves made our money's fiat. And many countries depeg their currency from ours because basically, shit, if you want to gold, you had to turn your shit into U.S. dollars and then get gold. But since, you know, all that, since we stopped going off gold, shit, people was like, hey, we don't need y'all no more. And, you know, that's how we got the foreign exchange markets today. Uh, currency competing with each other on how strong the dollar is, which is based on how many citizens in that particular country pay their taxes. So it's important to pay your taxes. You know, it makes our country stronger. That's what I said. That's why it's important to pay your taxes because it strengthens our dollar and against other countries. Okay, so how does all this pertain to blessed looms or blessed circles? Well, you have to respect the dollar and you have to understand the dollar and understand to understand blessed looms. Money makes money. <laughs> like no matter what, the most wealthy people, the richest people, aren't, you know, are the most richest people have investments. They don't provide services or goods as their main source of income. As long as someone else is signing your check, you'll always have a cap on how much money you can make. 
because owners of that business who sign your check have a budget. And he or she will not surpass that budget. <laughs> so when you put your money in a blessed loom, it's, it's like an investment to get something in return. Of course, this is capitalism at its finest, but it's also communism at the same time. Everyone gets to the middle eventually. Everyone gets the same amount of money in the end. It's just you have to keep the circle going. You have to be able to have trustworthy people who think like you and who have goals and who have a savings. This is why I said the circle works, but it will never, ever work for black people because black people have no culture. Well, they do have one, but they don't know it. It, You know, black people don't trust one another. Um, someone's always looking to get over on somebody. Jealousy in the black community is common. Is as common as summer barbecues in the front yard. Everyone is jealous of someone of someone that comes up or someone that has something that they don't. It's not surprising to me, you know, because the civil rights movement the, that most black people feel like, you know, it was the best thing since sliced bread to hit our community was to be jealous about blacks wanting to live. And be like white people, obsessively. But, you know, I don't want to make this a political thing, even though politics and social ideologies are the reason why we even, you know, live. <laughs> but most blacks don't care, and it shows. The Asian community has been doing this since they've been coming to America since the 1840s. They was probably doing that over there. Uh, they never complained to the government or you know, force the so-called civil civil rights movement because they have a strong culture with structure. They trust one another. You know? An Asian woman knows she can't just bounce from man to man because she knows they're all the same. The black woman bounces from man to man because she knows she will get something different from each and every one of them. The Jewish community, they've been doing blessed looms for ages. They're known for their financial gangs. <laughs> but black people just won't get it, man. Once you let go of that black bullshit, you'll understand that it's not about color of your skin, but it's about culture, where you come from, your lineage, your language, your attire, food you eat, all make up who you are and what your culture represents. If blacks want a culture, then we have to quote unquote stick together but trusting and being and not being jealous of another you know that jones effect really affected people <laughs> it really affects people now Shit. we got to build our own we got to raise our children right we got to pick good women to be mothers to our children you know anyways not all looms are are scams you know some are legit circles um, where you can really come up and fulfill your financial needs. Um, you know, some are scams, just depending on what, you know who you're messing with. But at the same time, there are some pyramid schemes too. Just you know, make sure you follow your instincts and associate with trustworthy people. You know, but I just felt like I would talk about the blessed looms for a little bit because. It was crazy how I found out. Of, like, it's been going shit. People have been posting about that shit 
for the past three weeks like crazy. I guess ever since the Trump money came or people knew the Trump money was coming. But shoot, my mom's telling me about this back in November. So, and like everyone else, I was skeptical. I didn't, you know, but once you understand the people that you're with and you get into it and, you know, you understand how it works and, you know, it it does work in practice. But like I said, man, it would be tough for uh, <laughs> the black community to to get it. And when I say the black people, the black community, look, I don't mean everybody that skin color is darker. <laughs> like, because not every quote unquote black, so-called black person in America even subscribes to the whole black white paradigm. You know, everybody understands that black and white is just a corporate designation for the United States to <laughs> do the census every year or every 10 years. That's really all it's for. Um, anyways, like I said, uh, that's the blessed circle. That's the looms. Um, should I get in if you want to? Don't if you don't. It is what it is.